0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So anyway, I, I do want to talk some football here. Ben Volen, senior NFL writer for the <laughs> Boston Globe. Do you like the idea of Vic Fangio to the Dolphins?
1: Yeah, you know, and wasn't that the plan with Sean Payton? Apparently, didn't Dave Hyde write that, that uh, with Payton coming, Fangio was going to be the defensive coordinator? So obviously, it seems like Chris Greer has had his eye on this guy for a while and his defenses have always been very good, uh, in Denver defense was never the problem. It was always quarterback. Um, so yeah, Vic Fangio, I know he's maybe on the older side, but, um, a great defensive coordinator. And I, look, I, I think Josh Boyer had his, uh, bright spots as well. So I'm, I, I don't want to, uh, besmirch him by any stretch, but Vic Fangio, his defense has always performed very well. He's a, a very much a proven defensive coach. Um, so, you know, you, you get Mike McDaniel running that offense. You get a, a, a bit of a more stout defense. Hopefully, Tua can stay healthy, and maybe the Dolphins are right back at it next year. But, um, you know, obviously, they're counting a lot on it's, you know, the defensive coordinator change will be good, but still, all, all obviously going to be about Tua and whether he can stay healthy and all that.
2: And, Ben, it's funny you say that Vic's on the older side because. The concept that I was saying, and I don't know, it probably I know where it comes from. It stems from the delay of game penalties in the wildcard game with, you know, a new head coach, McDaniel, making that mistake. And it was flat out a mistake. And now they start talking about Vic Fangio being and I'm like, oh, that's great. Get an older guy, an established guy, you know, in the building to help out McDaniel with those, you know, game management, clock management things. But then Hawk brings up Chan Gailey, who is 98 years old, and he couldn't help <laughs>
0: Not that old. Adam
2: Gase with his thing. Like that concept of these young coaches need an old guy there with them because they've been through it all. Do you believe in that concept? I mean, I think you need someone in the press box that you trust whose only job is to um,
1: look at challenge decisions and timeouts and clock management. I mean, Bill Belichick had Ernie Adams for – 20 years and that was like their secret sauce he had Ernie Adams was up in the press box crunching all the numbers and and telling Belichick you know the the, all the all the secrets so um, I think every coach does need someone like that I don't think it should be your defensive coordinator he's busy enough on game day coaching the defense Um, so I I don't think if you're bringing Vic Fangio I don't think it's about giving Mike McDaniel uh, some help with clock management I think if Mike McDaniel really needs someone like that, he should hire someone like that specifically for that job. And and I cut I cut McDaniel some slack. I mean they were there was a lot of confusion as to what down it was there. Someone told them it was first down, whether it was a coach or an official or something. It wasn't just a typical, you know, dysfunctional sideline. They they at least had some reason to believe that it was going to be first down there. So I, I cut McDaniel a little bit of slack and I think big picture they went, you know, played the Bills pretty tough with their third-string quarterback. So I give them a lot of credit for that. But uh, no, if you're bringing in Fangio, it's to improve the defense. It's not to do clock management and to help McDaniel out. Now
0: there is some rumors about bringing in another old guy, uh, Tom Brady. And so there was this. Uh, I, I'm going to ask you this, and I, I, I don't. I, I I have a tough time believing that there's any validity to this, but. There were there were some social media posts today of Tom Brady visiting a private school in Miami, and a lot of people. Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, want to do the the one plus one equals two, even though he lives down here. So it, it's not that out of out of the the world that he's visiting a private school. But would you take a one season flyer on Tom Brady if you're the Dolphins if he's done in Tampa? He lets it be known to Stephen Ross or Chris Greer. Yes, you know I'm interested in coming down there. Yes, you know I've had an interest in uh, ownership later on in my life, and uh, yeah, I'd like to play a season. Do you, do you even do? Do you do? You,
1: do you follow up on that at all? So what's funny is I, I think the Dolphins should have done it last year, but now that now that we've seen Tua play pretty well with this offense and given that you know, there's every reason to believe that he's going to be okay from his concussions, that he can come back and be fine next year. Um, And you see what he costs. I mean, it's like $4 million. So for all those reasons, I would pass on Tom Brady. It's definitely tempting, but you've got a pretty good thing going with Tua. You might as well give him one more year to prove himself. It doesn't make sense at this point to bring in Brady and kind of cast Tua aside unless you're totally done with him, which I don't I don't think anyone in the football operation would be. This to me would be strictly an ownership type of move. And I I think Brady makes sense for a bunch of teams, but I don't know. I, I think with where they are with Tua, it's worth giving him what like I personally I think they're gonna decline the fifth year option on Tua because I don't think they, they need to do that. They don't need to guarantee that money, but it's still worth giving him the chance to, to play this year and or in twenty three and to prove himself. So I would not, I would take a pass if I was the Dolphins on Tom Brady. But I definitely think Brady still has a lot left in the tank and is going to be a good quarterback for someone next year. I just I, last year before Tua had proven himself a little bit, I would have done it. Now that he's shown he could play in McDaniel's offense, I would give him one more season.
2: But Ben, is, is Brady for sure leaving? Because I don't know anything. I'm just reading the tea leaves, like Hawk always says. They I've fired Byron up. By I've never said that. <laughs> you said it earlier. in the show. That's I have why I started never saying a damn said thing. reading the tea leaves. You I've... said whatever the tea, the <laughs> no. trap teas. The no, tea No, I said
0: breadcrumbs. I am. I have
2: you never. said tea I leaves. I have never. <laughs> You're doing this because I'm out of town. I have You're never... doing this because I'm out of town. <laughs> I have never in my life said let's read the tea
0: leaves. <laughs> He's lying, Ben. I'm, I'm reading tea leaves, am, tea leaves because Hawk reads tea leaves. I refuse to move on until you acknowledge that I have never. Solana, have I ever said reading you the tea leaves? You said it earlier. Solana.
1: Crowder, he's never said. <laughs> I've
2: the never tea
0: said that. He, I, I mean, do not want to be the guy I mean, referred to
2: as the guy who always says reading the tea leaves. Let me see. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going back on Odyssey. I'm going to get my play back. I'm going to have it for y'all soon. Okay, Ben, somebody random, a little white dude I know, says reading the tea leaves. <laughs> but I, when, when they when they fired, by, speaking of Tampa, when they fired Byron Leftwich, I don't think they would have done that if Tom wanted to stay with Byron. So is there a way that he stays in Tampa? Because when they when they fired Byron, I was like, hmm, I think this might be something the organization is doing for Tom. Because if Tom, if Tom liked Byron, they wouldn't have fired him to try to bring him back. Yeah, I would agree that you could read the Bucks sacking all their coaches as
1: a way to appease Tom Brady, and that is an organization that has proven over the last three years that they will do whatever it takes to make Tom Brady happy. They, they will do whatever he wants, bring in his, play, his favorite players, fire the head coach, Tom, whatever you need, we will get it done. So that is definitely a team that will do whatever it takes to keep Brady, and so I would never count out the Bucs. That said, I do think he's got his eyes elsewhere. The Bucks, you know, there's a lot of transition coming there. I'm just not sure that's a team that Brady wants to come back to. I mean, social life, I mean, for his personal life, you know, the fact that his kids are in Miami, being in Tampa does make things a lot easier. So, you you definitely can't count Tampa out. I think the Raiders are obvious. Um the 49ers maybe, but with the way that Brock Purdy's playing, They're kind of like the the Dolphins. I wouldn't change course just for Tom Brady if I were the 49ers. You know, the Titans are definitely a possibility. Maybe the Panthers, maybe the Colts. I think the Jets make some sense. They're a quarterback away, and they're they're not in a position to draft one again. So Brady in New York City would certainly be interesting, and back in the AFC East. So I I do think there's a spot for him. Uh, Raiders, I think, most likely, but – you know, you can't count out the Bucks because they will do whatever it takes to, to make Tom Brady happy.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?